Wow, welcome to series finale, everybody. The only podcast where three boss comedians watch the final episode of a television show that they've never, never even seen. seen. I was a little bit vocal during the theme song because uh, Jack was doing BDSM fireplay, <laughs> burning his nipples with a lighter before he started the show. That was very hot. That was an old party trick that your boy used to do in college. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, I used That's to That's why you got all A's. That was, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're very, who, you were, you, you're either sensitive about your nipples, you're jealous of other men's nipples. What, I forget what it was. I think I'm very unsensitive. You love your nipples. I, I hate my nipples, and I hate that they don't have any feeling to them. Like, a woman will suck on them, right? she go... Yes. And it does nothing for your boy. Really? It makes me actually ticklish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we talked you about this You wish you got more erotic pleasure <laughs> from someone licking your nipples. I do. I Maybe you should try Maybe it. Maybe I don't have the right amount. And then only let it come out in a podcast years later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we we we're talking the show Veep today. Veep, this is a political show, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really lame. But Jimmy Tingle was on it. Shout out Jimmy Tingle. Hell yeah, yeah. Jimmy Tingle, baby, Boston comedy legend. Boston comedy legend. Keeping the comedy studio shows running a little bit longer for the last many years. <laughs> he, uh, he had a great comedy special where he rides the train in Chicago. It's very exciting. Really? Why does he do Chicago? I know that doesn't make a lot of sense. You're right. Chirac, you know, he wanted to go go visit the troops. He loved Twista. He loved Twista. Have you seen Chirac? No, the Spike Lee movie. I think it's about a sex strike. It's a joint, actually. Yeah. That's what what, uh, hip people call them. Don't the Chiraki woman refuse to have sex with their men unless it's peacetime? I think they do. In Chirac? I thought Chirac was a play on Chicago. It is, but I believe the women in Chicago refuse to have sex with the men unless there's a ceasefire for the weekend. A ceasefire for the ga- for gang violence and activities? Yes. Oh, I mean, wow. it's almost impossible to ha- make that happen, though, because Barack Obama has been secretly fueling the hatred between <laughs> the gangs for, <laughs> God, so many years, you know? That's true. Every time there's about to be a ceasefire, Barack Obama comes out of the shadows and he goes, I, uh, I heard that they were talking a little shit. <laughs> That's not completely accurate. What Barack Obama would do is he would go to the homes of law-abiding white American citizens who enjoyed hunting, <laughs> yes, and he would take their guns and uh, give them to inner-city Muslims. <laughs> Specifically to shoot up white churches. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't give me any pleasure to relay the truth, yeah. but the truth is the truth. It's an old ancient law. If you uh, if you kill every congregant in a white church, it becomes, uh, it becomes a mosque. So <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it's worked forever. This show is. Uh, this was also a series finale, pretty big show series finale, ending yeah, for did, HBO. Did it end this year? I think so. Yeah, I think it just ended. Seven seasons on HBO. Yes, it stars Julia Louis Dreyfus. That was a very funny way to say it. <laughs> Julia Louis. <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus of Seinfeld fame, and Seinfeld may, might be one of. It's one of the biggest series finales of all time. 
One right. of the biggest flops of all time. I mean, critically, it was panned, but it was watched by like a bajillion people. Everyone saw it. I didn't mind it. I didn't. Hate I don't even it. know if it was critically as panned. I think the average person just thought it was unsatisfying. But I mean, come on. How what? did people feel about Julia Louis Dreyfus's other series finale, New Adventures of Old Christine? How is that? <laughs> I don't remember that show at all. We should do I that. I remember that. That show. show went like eight years. I don't know if it went eight. No, so what was the hook of that show? Is that she was old? Because I got to tell you, she's she's older in this, but she looks freaking great. She she's, looks amazing. She's stunning. She is a she's sex a, symbol yeah. across three decades. It's wow. crazy. She should. She, I wish she would do now like a, a hustler style spread, like where she's <laughs> urinating <laughs> and spreading her vagina lips open. <laughs> Why do you wish that? Uh, it's just be great to see. Right, as maybe the Ma- Madame President, and she's sort of in the oral office. Perhaps oh. that could be fun with maybe Costanza. She's yes. blowing Costanza. No, Costanza is is going to town her pussy, and then. <laughs> Uh, and then he stores a cigar up there. <laughs> a bat. You guys, by the way, there is a Patreon podcast we have that comes out every Thursday. And if you pledge $100 a month, we'll smoke a cigar with you. Yes. yes. I don't true. like cigars. They're so gross, but I'll do it. It would be kind of fun just to watch John Paul squirm. I'll be a pussy about it, too. <laughs> we, we'll be like, ew. I'll ew. be like, my <laughs> nose. Uh, uh, so, Veep, had, obviously, none of us had seen of it. It, it it was very popular though. I mean, my parents were always like, "You would love Veep," but I think they underestimated my intelligence. I think they underestimated your misogyny. That's what they <laughs> underestimated. You don't want to watch a show with a woman lead. Come on, what's the point of that? Right. So it's it's <laughs> it's hard to maybe talk. This show's considered a comedy, but. It is a comedy. It is a comedy. I laughed out loud at some parts. I didn't. I thought it was less funny than most episodes of The Sopranos. <laughs> okay. That's the kind Sopranos of The Sopranos has a level of humor to it that's like a little absurdist and laughing in the face of death. And there are just some good family moments. What this had was <laughs> snide, snarky, political science people who think they're smart because they read like one book by Robert Putnam. Wow. It was horrible. Who's Bobby Putz? Bobby Putz. <laughs> Bobby Putz is a famed political scientist who most famously wrote the book Bowling Alone about the decline of civic life in America as seen through the lens of declining participation in American bowling leagues. Oh, oh, yeah. He never considered the fact that bowling is just boring. <laughs> Didn't factor into the <laughs> Does he know that people have internet porn at home now? That could well, be that, that's the problem. And the thing is, no, not a problem. No, it is a problem. Not a problem. No, it's a problem. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> because let me explain to you why it's a problem. Internet okay. pornography, as artistic as it may be, outside of comment sections, doesn't foster a sense of community in debate. In discussion, There's tons of debate and discussion in porn. You Have know? you ever yes. called up someone afterwards and been like, "Hey, I want to discuss <laughs> that new uh, Mia Khalifa video with you. Why don't you meet me down at Honeydew Donuts tomorrow?" Well, night? you know that Mia Khalifa hasn't made a video in a long, long time, <laughs> so you know that. Of course, that didn't happen. We have famously discussed her pornographic career only lasted <laughs> well, three months. I was. Maybe we should watch her series for now. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually Mia Khalifa has changed the minds of people. I was once a proud Islamophobe. Yeah. And now I'm a fan. Yeah. Mia, Mia Khalifa actually is a, descended from Lebanese Christian. She's doing Muslim face. She's doing burqa face. When oh. No, 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 no. It's different. It's different because she is causing, she's doing it in order to reach across the aisle and make people more accepting of Muslim culture yes. by showing that they can also have huge titties <laughs> and get fucked. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that's a beautiful message. It shows that we're all human so yeah. do you think if ted danson famously wore blackface at a roast of his then girlfriend whoopi 
gold. Yes. 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 Do you think it would have gone better if maybe they, they had privately made an illicit sexual <laughs> tape? <laughs> Do you think then Ted would have kind of been promoting I would like boss? to see Ted dancing in a, <laughs> a sex tape. He's got a long body. Big body. I wonder if the penis matches. He's got a long body, but he doesn't have top beef. So that's <laughs> that's a problem for Ted. If Ted Danson had top beef, they would have been like, you know what? Don't worry about blackface. That's cool. What Ted does, he has broad... He has, Ted's got some top pork shoulder, though. You know, it's no, kind of broad no. and spread out. No, he's just vascular. skinny Malink. I'm no, not a fan. He's not skinny. He's wow. skinny guy. What do you give his body on a rating of 1 to 10? I give it a 9. Whoa. Yeah. I give it a 3. Yeah. Who what? Has it? Yeah. Who has a 10? Um, Ralphie May. <laughs> R.I.P. Michael Landon, Alex Jones. Yes. Um... Goldberg, Goldberg. <laughs> the wrestler, the wrestler uh, Goldberg. Yeah. You really like what? a beefy boy. You like a Jewish American. <laughs> Do you think Alex Jones and Goldberg would get along, seeing that Alex Jones is part of the Jewish cabal? Alex Jones is part of the I mean, Jewish Goldberg, cabal. Wow, that would be a real twist. Yeah, that. If would at the be... end of Infowars, <laughs> Alex Jones came out and was like, "I actually am the Jewish cabal." <laughs> that would be wild. And people would lose their suicide. Would happen. Mass suicide. Uh, Veep. So is it is she a Democrat, Julie Louise Dreyfus? Yeah, I think so. Only for convenience sake. She is a Democrat. And she, that's one of the things I think is interesting about this show is that it presents a super jaded view of politicians and political well, life. Well, it's a true view where they don't care about anything other than the acquisition of power. Yes. And it's for nothing other than to like stroke their ego and make them feel like they had a meaningful life. Stephanie Meyer, who was the vice president and is now running for president, is the... Stephanie Selena. Meyer? Selena. Oh, oh! You're doing. I Stephanie, thought you met in real life. I was like, I don't think we've had a female vice. You talking about the character? This guy is not intelligent. <laughs> I mean, well, listen. Are you talking about the character? Because you, you were, you got the, you got the Selena, name wrong. Selena. 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 So, so you were right. wrong as well. Stephanie. Let me give a broad strokes breakdown. Stephanie yep, yes. Meyer wrote Twilight series for the fans at home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, broad strokes breakdown. Selena Meyer was vice president. She's now running for president. And we've this episode takes place at the convention where it's a broker convention. No one has enough delegates to win the nomination. Okay. So backroom negotiations have to happen. Similar to the experience John F. Kennedy faced at the 1960 convention. What were the backdoor things he had to do? He had to get fucked up the JFK? ass. JFK? Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Nixon fucked him up the ass. Is that why his back was so hurt, mm -hmm. famously? No, yep. JFK had to get LBJ. LBJ was a somewhat conservative <laughs> guy. He was the lion of the mm -hmm. Senate. And, uh, Jumbo. Jumbo, <laughs> yeah. Big dick. Yes, yeah. he had, there was a lot more to LBJ than his big dick. But yeah, yeah. if you want to focus on his big dick. He penis. was a teacher for poor black kids in Texas. That's true. That is true. And he was always very worried... He never felt good ar around the elites of America because he came from a middle class background mm -hmm. and not like the most uh, American presidents who come from upper class. But he made up for it by having a big honker. <laughs> yes, but he was also very insecure about his uh, lack of wealth. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Damn, wow. I know. Bring in, drop in some knowledge. That's crazy. Hey, you think we're going to find out that's all incorrect like we do with Mary Quinn of Scots and Rain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We did redacted some of the things I said about Mary Queen of Scots. I was wrong. <laughs> I don't Mary. think you need to redact. I think the historians need to take a look at the facts again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go over things one more time. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think we were right. Honestly. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought Zach was going to love the show because it's all about political process. And Zach, like, loves... 
local politics. I thought he national politics would just you know be an even bigger. I fan don't of- like sarcasm. Oh. This was that <laughs> okay, kind of yeah. self righteous above it all liberalism that Stephen Colbert portrays on a nightly basis. <laughs> okay, uh. yes, it's not funny. It's not enlightened, and it's nothing but just a big circle <laughs> situation. Okay, the I kind mean, of standard joke is like, uh, oh, that guy needs uh, more votes. Oh well, he needs more votes. Then I better suck his cock and call his mom a whore. Yes, you there know? there what is one character? It sounds like Jack's just being fresh, but there's one character named Will who I guess every episode for the whole series I talked to one of my buddies. He comes on and every time he's on screen, he makes an extremely sexually explicit remark. Oh really? That's yeah, funny. That happened, and I hated it. And, and, uh, the, the number one moment that I hated from this Dang, show dude. is that this show is too on the nose. It portrays too many things from real life exactly. Which, as you know, I don't like things based on a true story. I don't like things that are fantasy. Okay. I like an in-between mix of fiction. All right. You know, this has that you fired up. Okay. Did you do a bump of coke before you got here? <laughs> and the joke that I hate is Selena Meyer is watching the TV as an announcement comes out about one of the other people. And she gets really upset, and her aide comes over and says, should I get you six almonds? That pushed me over the edge. What? Because that is a reference to Barack Obama famously eating seven almonds every night as a dessert. There was a New York Times oh. profile that talked about how disciplined Barack Obama was as evidenced by the fact that he eats seven, seven almonds, almonds for dessert. Unsalted. But she goes a step further and has six. Yes, she, because she's a woman, and so she doesn't she, have the same BMI. She, yeah, well, she well, and also she has to, because she's a woman, she has to push even harder than a black man. White women have it harder than black men. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> We're coming out with a strong stance on this. I would agree, and that's why I think we can all agree that it's time to announce our petition to rename Martin Luther King Day Rachel Dolezal (laughs) Week. I absolutely (laughs) agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. For someone to uh, to sort of uh, cross those boundaries to interlope into these ideas, it's great. I think it's fantastic. Do you think how many people do you think that got that joke? The six almonds. Dude, joke? I would ne- not a in lot. a million years I wouldn't be on a lot. No. The viewers of you this said show. A lot. The viewers, viewers of, of this, this show, show. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think I do that if a woman ate enough almonds while she was pregnant, she would produce almond breast milk? That's <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot idea. <laughs> <laughs> and a healthy one too, I gotta say, but nice. not for the earth, because Zach always says that almonds are bad for the uh, earth. But consult with your doctor, you know, make sure you get a mix of folic <laughs> acids. I know we have a large listenership of pregnant women, so I just want to make sure they get all the nutrients. Julia Julia Dreyfus, Selena Meyer, she is gunning for president, and I would say, have there ever really have how many vice presidents have gone on to become elected presidents? LBJ, Ford. LBJ Gerald Ford. was elected after he served. Yes. Okay. But Gerald so Ford j- won. Okay, so let's say he doesn't count then because he got the presidency and then got reelected to the yes. presidency, but I'll say he doesn't count. Then the truest parallel is George H.W. Bush. He was Ronald Reagan's vice president, and then he was a one-term president, gotcha. similar to Selena Meyer yeah. f- in right. the interim. What about Ford? Gerald Ford? Gerald Ford, Nixon resigned. Ford becomes president yeah. and wins another election. Yes, I, but I would say once... Yeah, I wouldn't say those ones count, though, because the presidents that I... The, I'm thinking of people like Al Gore. He was vice president, ran for president. Oh, okay. Didn't get it. You're thinking Joe Biden lost. was vice president, running for president, not going to get it. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. You don't think Creepy Joe's got it? Mm, I think he's got to either... St- 
erase all the images on the internet or just lean hard into the creepiness. He's got to actually... <laughs> That'll be a campaign <laughs> fundraising <laughs> level. Like, if you give me 20 Gs, I'll sniff your hair. Right? <laughs> He'll come out during the Democratic national debates and just try to stick a finger up the ass yeah. of every candidate. <laughs> stick it up the ass and push it into the nose of the next guy. Oh, he'll just gig will get hard. He'll, <laughs> he'll just get as creepy as possible. Uh, that's kind of a good idea. He should just lean into it and be like, I want he'll to start, be a creep. Start wearing like anime girl t-shirts on the campaign trail. <laughs> People love that. <laughs> so, Dougie Fitzgerald goes crazy for it. So basically, Vanessa Myers. Selena Myers. Selena Myers is, the whole episode <laughs> is her slowly figuring out how to take down each opponent. How she's going to beat each opponent. She's got a, it's a comedy, sh- it's got jokes in there. And unlike Zach, I did find parts of this pretty funny. Uh, it has a, it's a comedy show, but with some of the political maneuvering of another show, like say uh, House of Cards or or stuff like that that has political maneuvering because there is some of that a little hint of that stuff in there and I also want to mention the show has a, a very great cast of super talented people that are in it that's fair a bunch of UCB guys that I really like Matt Walsh and um, Ian the other guy from UCB <laughs> those guys are famously improv guys who then figured out how to uh, start a cult in New York and make a bajillion dollars a month that's good for them Hugh Laurie's in the show Andy Daly is in the show he's Andy fucking so Dick funny not in the show that though. would have been great he probably was He's going to be Joe Biden's running mate. (laughs) They could have a good thing going together. He killed Phil Hartman. The guy from UCB, uh, Ian, whatever his name is, Ian, uh, I forget his name, but he plays... uh, a very noble governor who is a wounded warrior, that a wounded veteran, who is going to be uh, Selena Meyer's vice president. But she... Uh, likes his political cachet but hates having him around because he's wounded and he kind of walks slow (laughs) and she finds it very irritating. He's mostly just a bad hang. (laughs) Yes. That was was wicked funny actually. The whole... She like keeps like walking away and then like talking about to him and then they'll turn around and be like, oh, where is it? It's still down the stairs. They have to wait for like a few minutes for him to be able to like walk out of a room and everyone's just tense yes. and waiting. And she keeps promising that him that he's going to get the vice presidency. But you can tell almost immediately that he's not going to get it. She's openly talking about getting anybody else but him. Right. And she, but she's also reading his, like taking lines from his speech. And it's so funny because she'll be like, oh. Um, this line about your, your speech is great. The line about Kuwait, I'm going to take that. And, um, he's like, but it's about my wartime. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but it, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak it. <laughs> it. It's funny, man. It I do funny. like how, uh, there's a lot of shows. I think that, um, when they portray women kind of go out of their way to make them look noble or cool. Whereas Selena Meyer is a character I like because she doesn't, she openly only cares about herself and yes. shits on everybody else. And I, I just find something about that's really fun. She does. They, they, <laughs> the cadence, though, of the show is too fast-paced. It is. It's Gilmore Girls' ass. It, yes. it comes at a breakneck speed. The dialogue is very non-realistic because it's like a joke every probably like seven seconds. Right. Um, but, you know, I still like the Yeah, no, it was all right. So, so that guy's definitely not going to get it. Then there's another fella that's running. Jonah Ryan. Jonah Ryan. He is the front runner at the beginning of this. He everyone loves him because he's running an anti-intellectual campaign. And that's why it's odd if she's a Democrat. It's strange that this is at a convention and not the general election because these people's beliefs are so disparate it's hard to imagine they're part of the same party. Right. Well, maybe I couldn't that was Jonah was the only one that I couldn't really think of as a Democrat. He was Trump-esque. Yeah, I think that was sort of on purpose, but wait a minute. Why well, why would you associate anti-intellectual with, with DJT <laughs> anyway? What are you talking about? <laughs> he actually says that 
Muslims came, Arabics came up with Arabic math and numbers, so math is evil. Yes. And at the beginning of the episode, uh, <laughs> a math teacher has been like convicted of some terroristic crime, so he's riding high because everyone's like, he was right, math is evil, <laughs> right, right. which is just crazy. I love it. That, that was funny. He's like, Muslim math. <laughs> Muslim math is what caused that terrorist thing, and so he's starting to gain all these votes. So that was funny. Every Yeah, Jonah Ryan's the golden boy, and that she's the one that she at uh, that Selena has to try to find a way to take down so she can get her party's nomination. And it seems like in earlier episodes, her cabinet has sort of since the beginning of the show, her cabinet has devolved into working for other candidates. Yes. And so like every candidate has a mouthpiece that knows her well and has conversations with her that are like really high paced and like, hey, wicked funny, but I didn't really understand them. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, that she ended up training a lot of people. A lot of people cut their teeth working for her and then moved on right. to bring their skills elsewhere. Yeah, I think like Matt Walsh, who is the news reporter, I'm pretty sure he was part of her team at the in the earlier episodes. I think I remember seeing a few yeah. dozen episodes about that earlier. Oh, you did? No, I'm just kidting. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking with you, bro. Oh, phew, uh, you scared us, dog. We almost had to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's uh, Vanessa Meyer. She, she's got... Um, or Selena, Selena. Meyer. She's got there's another there's a black woman who's also running who's trying to take her down for corruption. It's sort of like the Hillary Foundation, yeah, right? It's the Meyer Fund. The Meyer Fund, there's some some fundings that the Meyer Fund got that are come from some sort of illegal place. Mm-hmm. And so and this is causing a lot of this is worrisome, right? A lot of the Democrats are like, somebody's got to go down for this. Selena Meyer's like, it's never gonna. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it because it's her ex-husband, I right? Guess. Okay. But then, um, you know, she does have to worry about it in the end. She does have to <laughs> use somebody to. She's got to take s- the fall. Someone's got to be a patsy for this. Someone's got to be a fall guy. If you guys uh, were gonna, let's say you guys were, you know, had committed a crime. Let's say. Uh, Vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. You had the opportunity to throw someone under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Who in your life would you take down? Who uh, would you throw um, as Patsy? I mean, probably I Probably Brandon Valley okay. right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would move on. I'm gonna say I would do uh, <laughs> I would do um I would probably go ahead and go with uh there's a hot dog guy that I see all the time at my work. What do you mean? He's just a guy who looks like a hot dog? No, no. He's a guy who sells hot dogs. And uh, if I had the chance, I'd turn it on. All right. I got a great one, too, then, because you're not supposed to dislike homeless people, and I don't dislike homeless people as a class of people. Yeah, what about the one who's on this podcast? There, <laughs> there is one homeless guy I hate in Harvard Square. He's got white. He's a white guy with white dreads. He rides a bike, blasting music, <laughs> drives a car that his parents bought him. He's a bum. <laughs> so if I had to do vehicular manslaughter, I would pin it on that guy immediately. Okay, oh. that's a good one. What about there's a there's a guy in downtown crossing uh, who sells those spare chains newspapers, but he freaks people out because he goes, you ever seen that guy? Yeah, no, I like have you ever seen that guy? No, I've never seen. There's also there's also the guy who's like a sex offender. His name's John, and he goes, he's the guy that goes like, you have any spare chains? He's the Watertown guy. Watertown, that guy. I've never seen that guy. He's a sex offender. Yeah, he is. Level three, baby. The highest level. Likely to repeat. Is that the highest level? <laughs> yeah, level three means did this crime likely to repeat? Wow. He, I saw it, my job, my job uh, I work at. We Are start- you sure it wasn't sexiest offender? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have any spare pussy? 
<laughs> Wait, what did you see him do? Uh, he, I just saw him getting kicked out of the Visitors Information Center on the Boston Common. <laughs> they were like, the, the park rangers like, don't come back here. And they like push him out the door. <laughs> it was rough, that dude. Guy's that guy's got real serious problems. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think it actually, if, you pinned, if, we, if we put him in jail for manslaughter, things would probably improve for him quite a bit. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. The prison system—it's a—it's a—it's a country it's, club. It's great. Yes, everybody. It's a fine-tuned machine. <laughs> it's like a Swiss it, clock. Yeah, it'll come out. It'll come out better than ever. <laughs> um, so, Sel- Selena Meyer, she's trying to win her party's nomination, but then this guy Tom comes out of nowhere. Yes, he is not even—he is not even is Tom a really the black guy. No, no Tom is Hugh cool. Laurie. House, Doctor House, uh, Doctor yeah. House. House. He comes out of nowhere, and he's what's a, he's a draft candidate. He's someone that the people oh, are drafting right, to right, run. Right. Yeah, the, the situation at the convention has gotten so tense that it actually leaves open the possibility that someone who wasn't even running could win the nomination. Yes. Now, out this of is something that ha- has happened in political history before, right? Draft candidates. I've read about this. Yeah, I, I can't think of an example of someone who was a draft candidate, but. This does, it, this show does do a good job to pick. Like it makes it look very exciting to be involved in that world for these like three days. Like it's so crazy. People are running around. A guy has a heart attack. Like it seems like kind of fun. Yeah, it's thrilling. You act like it's stressful. You pretend you care about people, and then at the <laughs> end of the day, you go home to your studio apartment and eat ramen because you make like twenty eight thousand dollars a year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these all people right. are all broke. Really? Well, not yes. a, Alex- politics pays horribly. Unless you, unless you're corrupt, like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, right, right. She gets money from like d- bartending. From, <laughs> she gets money from like um, who's that? B- Soros. She gets Soros money. Soros money. George Soros. She probably gets Bezos money from sex too. Oh, from know? Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, he probably sends her dick pics and she <laughs> and she has to accept. Do them. you think she sends him back Olivia Munn esque sex? Oh no, God, I, I think would she's hope. very Cocos beautiful. Cocos here. here. Choke me. Choke me. Choke me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. I'm trying to get Jack to come live on the podcast. <laughs> You're almost there. Keep with the Olivia Munn. What did he, uh, What did you? I mean, Hugh Laurie. This guy is like kind of a a legend in television acting. Yeah, he's kind of a legend in the stolen valor fake accent world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he had a good American accent? Unbelievable! I thought it was, great. I thought it was good too. I I've, thought this. I've heard people was, criticize it, but I, I think it was great. I, I thought th- it was on point. I thought he was from Wareham, Mass. Or <laughs> <laughs> this show is like uh, another show we've done in the past called West Wing. Yeah, and it's sort of True. like heightened West Wing. It's like it's more fast paced. It's well, more it's fast like paced. The prequel to West Wing before they're in the White House. Yeah. Right. But the West Wing, I think, also took itself a little more serious. Eh, who cares? You know, but that also <laughs> did involve like a space station blowing up. Yes. <laughs> so. That was fun when we had your roommate on to tell us about what happened in West Wing. Right. If you guys haven't listened to go back and listen to the episode about the West Wing. It's a good episode. I do a very offensive Hispanic accent. <laughs> Check out the archives, folks. That's absolutely right. But now uh Tom, this guy Hugh Laurie, he is like the the darling boy everybody loves this guy yeah but so selena meyer is pretty much she's resigned to losing to this guy at one point like one of her aides has a serious medical health issue and then tom uh, the hugh laurie character comes to see them and her aide is like you know what you should just try to get any job in his cabinet you can get and uh tom doesn't get, isn't going to give her anything he's going to yeah. toss her out in the street she tom, won't be involved in politics tom anymore. and her have somewhat of a sordid past Sorted. Sorted pass. Sorted. Damn, Sorted. I was close. Yeah, you almost got it. A sorted pass. I think they used to fuck probably. Yes, that's pretty hot. She's yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus still looking very hot in the show. Yeah, she looks unbelievable. Even such stressful times trying Absol- to get her party's nomination. Barack aged poorly. 
during his years in the presidency. Kind of not true, brother. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, look at the grays. He's gotten a lot of grays. Yeah, but he's just getting older. In speaking of grays, there's a lot of gays in this show. Oh, uh, nice. Selena, I think, <laughs> I think her Sick daughter ways. is. This was the one joke I like. So her daughter, who I believe is her daughter, is gay. Yes. And she's with this woman who's kind of mass, kind of like Butchie. Um, butchie and yeah. uh, at one point, Selena got involved in like the North Carolina transgender bathroom thing. Cause yes, she by accidentally accidentally went into a men's room. That was funny. And uh, that was someone funny. asks, she, she like asked the girl, the girl's like, thank you so much for standing up with the transgender community. She's like, oh, is she trans? And then <laughs> her, her buddy, who's Buster from Arrested Development, is like, no, and he's like, but that was a good question, right? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're it wrong. It was a possibility. She also <laughs> says that uh, women and gay men don't get really get along. She also later in the only way she can become the president is by teaming up with a religious guy, and she bans same sex marriage That's during her right. presidency. Right. That's right. That's right. She teams up with the Jonah guy, the Muslim math man. She does team with him, but before she teams up with him, she needs to get re- she needs to get a, an endorsement from like a Republican senator or a governor. So she who's ag- a closeted gay man. Yeah. So she ag- says she agrees that she will ban gay marriage <laughs> in return for support, and I like that this uh, demonstrates in the show is that she has no principles of her own she's willing to do basically anything to get the president yes it's do you uh, guys can you guys think of any like principles that you normally stand on you'd give up for like political power or wealth or success? my sobriety yeah you would just <laughs> yeah, yeah you would go ahead and just toss that out the window if the texas governor i need delegates from him and the texas governor's like i'll give you my delegate but you got to drink a beer a cold one with me <laughs> i say i can see that happening i'll be on the ranch tomorrow but you wouldn't just do the the like the the port on the side. <laughs> <laughs> try, try and fake it. Yeah, try and fake it. Um, no, man, you can't fake sobriety. I would uh, I would give up living in a van to uh, to get the presidency. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I, Secret Service would have a hard time securing the van. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, actually, because you never know which van I'm in. You know, <laughs> you have multiple vans. I now. have air. I have van van you force have, one. You have decoy <laughs> van white force vans. Three. You have decoy white vans filled with those fake Saddam Husseins to throw people off. White vans are racist. I use black vans. Oh, Oh, nice, nice. dude. Dude, do you... It would be kind of hilarious if we got a president who was like, Ah oh, no, I'm kind of one with the community. I will, pref- I will, I would like to sleep in my van instead of the <laughs> White House. The white, oh, you maybe it should be white. The White House, white van, you know. Yes, that makes sense. That could be weird. What about you, Zach? Would you give up any of your principles for power? Uh, I would. Besides having sex with women, air conditioning. I would do it. I would use air conditioning. <laughs> if <laughs> someone requested that I use it. If you became president, I think you would institute a national air air conditioner tax. I would. You would have to pay a million dollars a year to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have had, uh, had. Oh, just kidding. Before we do that, I just want to say, uh, uh, Selena Meyer. She's got to try to find a way to take down Hugh Laurie. And so what she does is she sees his aide out in the hallway, and she's got something yes, to say to I him. I blame you. I mean, that nutmeg state indefinable really turns my hydrant on. The only difference is that I was the most exciting conquest of his life, and you just had the motel room closest to the ice machine. I don't know what you're talking about, because I am the senator's chief of staff. Yeah, 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 for now. But trust me, he will never see you as anything other than the TGI Friday's hostess on Proactive, who lets him bend you over his desk while you close your eyes to avoid coming face to face with that frame 
same photo of his family's trip to Aspen while he drowns your little mermaid Bat-Tat in a pool of jizz and admires his own reflection. Jesus. I just hate to see smart women throw away their political careers on powerful men who only see them as the gash of least resistance. <laughs> I mean, you strike me as a smart woman, are you? Yeah, well. New York is in the bag. Brutal, absolutely brutal. Hated that. <laughs> you hated it. I thought it was fun. I thought I felt bad for the woman. It's also like a hella rude reading of the Me Too movement that people <laughs> only are coming forward as like political gain. <laughs> yeah. That like it's just to take people down and not out of truth. Well, maybe what, because what she had was a consensual sexual relationship with the superior that she rewrote as assault. But you can't have a consensual sexual. Relationship yes, with you a superior. Yes, this, you when can. When they're superior. Well, Zach, is this why you're planning on leaving your job soon? Is this what's really going on? <laughs> you absolutely can have a consensual sexual relationship with a superior. Oh, dude, watch. Dog. This is going to stay on the internet, dude. dude. Yeah, you, you don't believe that's true. You actually don't believe that's oh, true. Oh, God damn. Zach, you did you really do cocaine before you got here? Because you are on fire today. <laughs> no, of course I don't believe that's true. Yeah, I think someone who's many marriages have begun between a boss and an employee. I think sexual relationship should only exist between huge disparities in power. I don't know <laughs> what is and the point of fucking in wealth <laughs> yeah. and in citizenship status. <laughs> I don't really get why you would do anything else. <laughs> that's true. If it's not for gain, then why do it? But then that's what ends up happening. He gets Hugh Laurie, Tom, he gets me too He's out. Yes. And all of a sudden, Selena Meyer, her and Jonah Ryan are neck and neck again. Right. And that woman comes to the front so the way she way you Laurie gets me too is that woman has a press conference the next day saying after Julius Louis Dreyfus was like hey gash of least resistance you're the gash of least resistance she goes funny on ass line. it was funny she goes on TV being like Hugh Laurie took advantage of me because I was young and impressionable yeah. and then Julius Louis Dreyfus she's like young that's a stretch <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny she's even brutal in this me too moment. Yeah, she she doesn't ha she doesn't care about anything, you know. No. So she'll shit on everybody. So then Julius Louis Dreyfus. Why can't I say it? Just say Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer. S and M. Ooh. <laughs> Selena Meyer decides that she's gonna ask Joan Ray to be her vice president. Yes. All right. And this is kind of a weird moment because she knows that he's an idiot and she shouldn't do it, and yeah. it goes against pretty much everything she's ever believed in. But she knows it will help. It will give her the win, and she needs that win. Absolutely. Have you ever had to? Uh, if, if have you ever had to get a vice president when yeah. you were running for president? Of course. I did actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I of that. <laughs> I gave a very stirring speech when I had to get the vice president. Hello, my fellow delegates, uh, <laughs> Democrats, and stupid people who've attended this convention. <laughs> I considered making my running mate Abraham Lincoln. Ooh. He is dead, but he means a lot to the Republican Party. <laughs> he would also help support my party platform because he doesn't use air conditioning since he's dead and he grew up in a log cabin. Also, he was depressed, so kooky mental illness people would like that. <laughs> but I couldn't do that. Instead, I chose to run with Elian Gonzalez nice. oh. as my running mate. Woo! Woo! Yeah! 
Elian Gonzalez is, of course, the young Cuban-American boy who hid in a closet and then was taken to Cuba by his father. (laughs) Now, the reason I had to pick Elian Gonzalez is he brings together two very different groups. One, women, people of color who want to be socialists like... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, <laughs> who will support him because he's Cuban and still faithful to Fidel Castro. <laughs> but he also brings together the incel block of voters Ooh. because it's a powerful demonstration of a father's rights during paternity, <laughs> which may also have some further ramifications for the debate on abortion, which I'll discuss later. <laughs> anyway, please give it up for my running mate, Elian Gonzalez. Arriba! Arriba! Hey, are you an American citizen? No, he is not. And uh, he's actually not allowed to come into the country, but uh, he's on Skype here. So say hello, Elian. Yeah, I actually, when I ran for president, I had a similar situation. Folks, tonight is a night that will go down in infamy as the most important in the history of the National Association of Zealous Interlopers. Anti interlopers, <laughs> otherwise known as the Nazi eyes. <laughs> I know, folks, we might have to change that name soon, but for now, we'll keep it. <laughs> for, for now, we've long waited to find out who I will be appointing vice president. We all know that because of some of our, because of our name, I think it, oh, because of our name, it has been hard to reach. It has been hard to get some of the delegates to join us. Some people are not against the Nazi eyes. <laughs> I think it's time to extend a hand to the Jews. And I can't think of a better representation and a mouthpiece for the people than Barbara Streisand. Ooh, yeah! Yeah, Barbara! Barbara. Barbara. Ooh, 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 ooh. Barbara. Yes, that's right. Babs agrees with us on our sexual needs being our sexual needs. <laughs> And she's got a great nose for cocaine. (laughs) So, Babs, please join us up here. Oh, jeez. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) I can't do Babs. Babs, can I ask Babs a question? (laughs) Excuse me, Barbara. Will you be? Will you promise to put in the party platform that you remove the lying criminals from uh, the Leaving Never Neverland documentary? Will you deport them? Oh, of course. They. I hate it. I despise those liars. Those liars. Those stupid menches. Uh, is that Bernie Sanders? No, it's Barbara. <laughs> Bob Streisand. Any more questions, sweetie? Uh, yes. Will you wipe Palestine off the map? <laughs> I, I'll do it. I'll fucking suck them up with my nose, my big nose. What would you say if I said my need is to destroy Palestine? Oh, then I would say go get them, Bubby. You wouldn't <laughs> say your needs are your needs? Oh. <laughs> I thought that would have been fitting, Babs. <laughs> well, he already made a needs or his needs joke earlier, so. Well, I, I like to be a little repetitive. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. All right. So that was Babs. A new character, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think we're going to see more of Why Babs. didn't we ask Ilian more questions? Huh? Why didn't we ask Ilian more because questions? Because my fellow <laughs> Americans, our nation will, will face many challenges in the coming years. 
immigration, law enforcement, the gender wars, all <laughs> will be focal in the coming years. But there are two things that my administration will focus on, revamping the economy and spreading feminism in the United States. So today when I announce my VP, I would also like to announce an ambitious plan to revamp the United States. This country is in the shitter. Yep. Endless wars. Uh, racism and jobs leaving every day when i take office every worker in the united states will leave their employment and become sex workers <laughs> the bottomest bitch feminism possibly wow under my plan ceos bus drivers baristas <laughs> engineers gun store owners and all americans will work every day bringing people to orgasm for quick cash nice this will revolutionize the economy as we transition away from the dollar to a digital cryptocurrency called the fuck buck <laughs> there is one person who can help all u.s workers transition into blowjob and anal sex specialists the man who has sex trafficked more than anyone in human history robert Kraft. Boom. robert Kraft will work with become my secretary of gash uh cardi b will be working with him to ensure the transition of feminist sex work is a smooth one under president john paul rivera all adult americans will walk the streets <laughs> sucking dick and eating pussy for money <laughs> Wow. Thank you, my fellow Americans. <laughs> Any questions for Robert Kraft? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Robert. Excuse me, I'm getting blown by a Thai sex worker right now, so just speak up. Speak who, up. Who will do all the other jobs? Uh, 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 I'm sorry? Uh, who will do uh, every uh, job? Oh, so like uh, rim jobs, uh, you're asking? <laughs> that just blows. No, we'll do uh, rim jobs, too. <laughs> we'll do foot jobs. We'll do ear jobs. We'll do nose jobs. Bob, how do you feel? Do you miss Myrna? Huh? Oh, God, I spit on her every day. <laughs> spit on her every day. How will you service all the I, All needs? I cared about her was her money and her cunt. How will you service <laughs> the needs of asexual Americans? They'll be uh, they'll be rounded up into camps and re-educated, <laughs> re-educated into how to live properly. And we'll have a nice little phrase at the top of the right when you walk in. Fuck will make you free. That's what they'll say right at the top. God, wow! I got quite a presidency coming up. Quite a presidency, folks. Okay. So what happens with the rest of the show? So Jonah Ryan, uh, he they have a big meeting. Uh, you know, Selena Myers' people, they meet with Jonah, with Jonah Ryan's people, and uh, they try to hammer out sort of a tentative agreement so that Jonah Ryan will actually join her campaign as her vice, as her VP. Yes, and that goes well. And um, But as Jonah Ryan is agreeing to do this, her daughter walks in, who's a lesbian and really hates this guy. She's yeah. like, dude, I'm never going to talk to you again. And she just says, stop interrupting my champagne toast <laughs> yes. and sends the lesbians off. This was weak. They might have developed a stronger relationship between the two over the course of the series. But here, I didn't feel any stakes. No. Well, I mean, she, yeah, from what we've seen, she doesn't care about anything except, you know, her own. Yeah, and I don't care enough about the daughter for this to upset me in any way. Well, you if know? you had cared about any of the characters, that would have been kind of odd. It was the well, only I, hour of the television show you've seen. I developed quick emotional attachment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so that whole that's she's like I'll never talk to you again. But her aides, a couple of she has a very tight relationship with sort of this effeminate man mm -hmm. who like Buster. Buster from yes. Arrested Development. That's right. Yeah, he's constantly. He knew Jeffrey Tambor, and he didn't stop Tambor when. He's complicit in the Me Too. Yep. Damn dog. 
Yeah, what did Tam- Tambor say? I don't know. He just stood on people's feet. Oh, and, uh, he, uh, said, he, he said, uh, with the money I'm paying you, you should be satisfying me sexually. Damn. He right. said, oh, Trace, I want to attack you sexually right now. <laughs> yes. Disavow, Jeffrey. He, if you want to hear our thoughts on Jeffrey Tambor, go subscribe to the Patreon. We talked transparent. Only $5 a month. You get four bonus we episodes. We did it with occasional moments of respect. <laughs> <laughs> we nailed it. We respect. did it mostly respectfully. We tried to. Yes. I mean, if the trying you, is all that counts. Yes. If you really want to hear some disrespect, go ahead and subscribe and listen to the Life Goes On episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was not complicit in. <laughs> yeah, lucky guy wasn't here. <laughs> I was actually was there, but I redacted my whole part <laughs> of the episode and just deleted myself. Uh, so Jonah Ryan and uh, and Selena Meyer, they team up and, uh, and basically... Uh, because of all these criminal uh, allegations with the Selena Myers Foundation, somebody's got to take the fall, and who ends up taking the fall? Buster. He gets he gets carted away while Selena Meyer is actually giving her acceptance speech as her party's nomination. I wanted to say a word about sacrifice. It means to lose something for the greater good. And when I look back on my 52 years with almost... 30 of them spent in public service. There is no one who has sacrificed more than me. I just like your speech. And there's nothing anyone can do to stop me from standing and walking for my country. Thank you. I love that song. You do? Billy Joel? We didn't start the fire. Yeah. It was always burning after I urinated. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So this is kind of a strange uh, this is kind of a unique series finale for us cuz usually we kind of fade to black, but in this show it's not it. We no. actually get an update. Uh, oh, I six, hated this. We get mo- an epilogue. We like get a, it's six, a young adult we, novel. We get a six months later update with Jonah Ryan trying to get uh, with showing Selena in the presidency. She's very, she's still very much self centered and stuff like that. But then we get an update about twenty four years later, right? Yeah, I thought is? this was funny actually. Yeah, I, like tw- I thought it was unique. Twenty four years later, we get an update at Selena Myers' death. There's mm. one great scene here where they have a very Yonic image. Yonic is the vaginal version of phallic, oh. where they're stuffing her casket oh, into a tomb yes. that perfectly resembles so a vulva. Yeah, yeah it looks like a you, you, and, and they get stuck. <laughs> they can't get it in yeah, there. Yeah. That was actually... It was childish, but it was funny. Nice. That was funny. I like that a lot. That was I didn't funny. even see the, the, the symbolism there. It That's was crazy. blatant. Well, was, yeah. I missed it. I missed and it. Because you'd never <laughs> seen one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> they talk about Selena Myers and what she's known for dying. She... And one of the things they say is she banned gay marriage hey, forever. Which, which is still apparently banned 24 <laughs> years in the future. It's pretty funny, I it thought. It is pretty wild. And then... Um, you know, they have people showing up to her funeral. We see some of the other characters and stuff like that. Yeah. But in sort of a final insult, she's upstage when Tom Hanks dies on the yeah, scene very hilarious. soon after. Yes. Kind of a Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson situation. Right, right. But it's really is what I think. <laughs> it's like sometimes a lot of people will ask me, like occasionally... Uh, like why I don't run for politics. And I say because it's criminal activity. (laughs) And uh, it's meaningless. You know what I mean? People don't remember. 
I really do think no. entertainers are more meaningful to most Americans than politicians. I mean, they teach about pre- like the president. You can do both. Look at our president. <laughs> DJ T. They, yeah. ta- they teach about presidents in school and stuff like that. I mean, we'll see. I feel like. I feel like uh, before it's only within the last hundred or so years, or maybe two hundred years, that entertain. No, that's not really true. I, my point. Well, I realized my point wasn't valid. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say that only in the last hundred years have entertainer stuff really been able to be recorded the same way in history that leaders have. But that's not true. Shakespeare has placed like five hundred years ago. Uh, yeah, those cave drawings. Yep, those those last outlast well. <laughs> the I leaders. Did was, what I did was I realized I was wrong, and I just said I'm wrong. Zach, you could take a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're going to a roast tonight. What was that wrong about? Once more, I can oh, do it. Everything. Uh, all right. Your AC tax. This was a great episode of the pod, though. I, we never self-congratulate on the app, but I was still in the laughs. Let's do a Deepak Chopra moment. Oh, yeah. This is a good one for you. This is exactly why it was made. Somebody didn't like the show, but something you did like about well, it. Well, I did say the Yannick thing. It was a bit of a that, premonitious. That was good. It was a bit of a precocious Deepak mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. But if I have to pick another Deepak Chopra moment, conference rooms. I really love okay. <laughs> the fact that it was set in so many conference rooms. I like the kind of... The tables set around in a square with the screens. I really enjoyed the conference room aspect. Yeah. I thought um, I liked that it was – I liked the, the – the, some of the gags were funny. I liked the when she belittles that woman for being a whore. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I liked uh, seeing all, some of these Upright Citizens Brigade alum. Uh, watching Upright Citizens Brigade and Comedy Central when I was about 13 years old is what made me want to get seriously into comedy. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool to see. So we have them to blame. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Roast mode. <laughs> All right. Let's do a role play, let's bitches. Do ro- let's do a role play. Let's really think for a second to set this up because this could be a great role play. All right. Okay. I'll be Babs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's thinking. There we go. Right, so you're Barbara Streisand. <laughs> uh, so when would Stephanie... You want to be Stephanie Meyer? It's Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer. Jesus. I'll be Stephanie Meyer, the author of Twilight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad we took a moment to really think this out and set this up properly. So why wow. would, why would all three of us be together? We are at we are both at a book signing because we're signing because you're starting the new uh, series of Twilight novels, the new series. Okay. Yes, and right. I am. Who am I? I'm your Barbara. Barbara. You're Barbara. I'm Slim. Hi there. I just want, want you to know, Stephanie, it's an honor Excuse to meet me. you. I'm on my union break, okay? I <laughs> signed 50 books. I, I take just a thought break. that since I was the president now of the I, United States. You're the president of the United States. I'm the president so of the United States. So you're familiar with the number Hello! 50. Can I get my book signed? My book, my book. Hey, Wait, who you, is this whore? You may know me as, you may know this. If I was a rich boy, no, 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 Hey, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? If you were a rich boy, you would have paid for the VIP tickets, and you would have gotten signed ten books ago. Okay, I'm on a break. I'm a chosen. Can you at least tell me? Can you just tell me what happens in the new Twilight books? I'm such a fan of the books. I want to know like what happens in them. Okay, I was heavily addicted to prescription medication. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, to be honest, don't really remember my editor. She pulled some things together. Oh, uh, don't even buy these books, everybody. She's all fucked up. She doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> what did you Honestly, say? Honestly, are you bad mouthing my buck at this? Dude, thing? F- fucking punch your kid. Hold on. You see this? Whoa, <laughs> Secret Service. Where are you? Where are you, Secret Service? She's got a gun. She, gun. Gun. I'll save you, President. My nose powers. <laughs> 
Oh, right through one inch of my nose. Oh, well, what about these breasts? <laughs> oh, you shot my titties. Oh, no, they're fake. Oh, ah, I'm being sprayed with silicone. Oh, God. I'm sprayed into your nose. Oh, I'm Can drowning. you taste the almond oh. milk, bitch? Oh, <laughs> oh I kind of like... <laughs> oh God! I kind of like. Ew! Jesus! Vanessa, wait! I think that's what she, I think. What that Stephanie is doing to you right now is wrong. I think it's sexual, and I think it's wrong. Uh, it, who has more power in the situation? Because that's the only way to tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the role play, folks. My needs are my needs. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was trying. to Have a good night, for. America. Wait! Oh. I give the show. I give the show a seven. Six Five. and a half. Six and a half. Five. I didn't get any of the jokes.